handshake? That's all you've got? She sounds like a weirdo. This is the last straw. Remind me to order more straws. <laughs> uh, well, I found the forms for enlisted men marrying LIPs, sir. Great. LIPs? Well, that's Army for the Native, sir. It stands for Local Indigenous Personnel. Unfortunately, the war's made a lot of these girls chippies. Easy, Henry. We're out of chippies, doctor. I can't give you a retractor. Who will do the jokes, nurse? Yes, doctor. <laughs> What's that? Corporal Klinger. He's bucking to get out. I wouldn't take him out for a $50 bill. That's highly irregular. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me today are my good pals, Al. Hello. And Simon. The gentleman. It's uh, great to hear, talk to you guys. I know we missed our last podcast, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, we're all just busy, busy people, but uh, we are back again and uh, going to bring you some great podcasts here. Our first episode we're returning with is called LIP, Local Indigenous Personnel. It is from Season 2. It's Episode 7. It's the 31st episode overall. The director is William Wyart. It was written by Carl Kleinschmidt, Larry Gilbart, and Larry Marks. The production code is K406, and it originally aired on October 27th, 1973. You've been reading my letter. What letter, Frank? This letter I'm writing to my wife. I always pull a hair out of my head, and I place it on the paper, and that hair is gone. Maybe your paper is losing its hair. Imagine writing a bald letter home. Why would we read your stupid letter, Frank? I got my own wife to write. My darling, I'm exhausted. I've done 11 major operations in the last two days. You did read it! Oh, you, you guys! We are not. <laughs> And the plot summary for this fantastically entertaining episode. Hawkeye is at the movies with his date Regina, a nurse. But after the movie, she brings the date to a swift end with a handshake. Back at the swamp, he is called to take a look at a sick baby of a U.S. soldier who reveals that he is being shipped home soon and that he and the baby's Korean mother are not officially married and asks Hawkeye for help in clearing through army red tape so that they can be married. Meanwhile, Hawkeye and Regina embark on another date, and finally, they share a kiss. Aww, everybody, aww. 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 However, yeah. a third date is, <laughs> however, a third date is postponed when an officer from I Corps arrives to interview Hawkeye as a character witness for the soldier's marriage application. Hawkeye and Trapper decide to blackmail the I-Corps officer to ensure a favorable outcome. When Hawkeye is finally free to see Regina and explains the events of the evening, she voices her opposition to interracial marriage, at which point Hawkeye ends their date and leaves. At the end of the episode, the baby's parents are married in a ceremony officiated by Father Mulcahy. I'm being shipped home. I don't want to leave them. You're not married? Sort of. Sort of married is like sort of a virgin. She wouldn't. Um, I mean, she said we had to be married first, so we got married. You gave her your dog tags? You drank out of the same canteen? What? I had the cook marry us. 
He used to be an altar boy. No wonder everything tastes like candles around here. When are you getting shipped home? A couple of weeks. You know what's involved in getting permission to marry a Korean? It takes a couple of weeks just to find a guy who tells you it takes a year. That's why I came to you, Hawkeye. You couldn't just go home with a Japanese bathrobe or a turtle with MacArthur painted on his back, huh? I'll see what I can do. Thanks. Oh, hey, don't. When it comes time, see me about the circumcision, not the cook. Okay, so guest stars for this one. We have uh, Kareen Camacho as Lieutenant Regina Hopkins. It's such an unfortunate name. It's one of them ones that you can't say after you've had a few beers. Uh, Kareen appeared <laughs> in quite a few TV shows, including The Bionic Woman, The Six Million Dollar Man, Wonder Woman, MASH spin-off, Trapper John M.D., kind of, Airwolf, Shatner's wig-stealing TV show, T.J. Hooker and Hunter. Sadly, Kareen passed away in 2010, aged 67. We also have Burt Young, who played Lieutenant Willis. Burt is most well-known for playing Polly in the popular Rocky films. This episode of MASH was Burt's sixth role. Yay, Rocky! <laughs> <laughs> and we also had William Christopher in the role of Father Francis Mulcahy. Uh, Jerry Zachs appears as Corporal uh, Phil Walk. According to IMDb, Jerry didn't start acting until 1987 which is blatantly a lie, and a lesson to not trust the internet or people who write their facts from the internet. What are you saying, Mads? They shouldn't trust us? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have the lovely Odessa Cleveland, who, who is, of course, Lieutenant Ginger Bayless. Nice idea, this. It's better than the movie. I think once you've seen something eat the Bronx, you've seen everything eat the Bronx. These are good. I'm lucky the cook wasn't marrying anybody tonight. Is that something I'm supposed to understand? Not really. <laughs> I like eating outside. Mm. In fact, I like doing almost anything outside. Fair enough. You're a tree or mine. <laughs> I said almost anything. In that case, I may just teach you to play golf one day. I'm a three handicap. And you can teach me to play golf. What else are you good at? And I don't mind moving your answer indoors. A couple of things. But I even enjoy things I'm not good at. You interest me strangely. <laughs> Maybe we could be terrible at something together. Well, I'm a rotten dancer, but I enjoy it. Excuse me, I couldn't help noticing you're a wallflower because you're such a rotten dancer. Everybody wants to take me to the parking lot, but nobody wants to dance with me. I also want to take you to the parking lot, but first I'll teach you to dance. Are you any good? I taught Sarah Bernhardt how to dance. He had a wooden leg. I had to charge her extra. Now, uh, the secret is three little steps. Step one. That was step two. What's step three? Which brings us to step four. I thought there were only three. That's just for regular students. I think you're ready for advanced training. I think so too, but I don't think this is the right classroom. How about tomorrow, my tent? You have any records to dance to? No. Good, I hate dancing. All right, so let's go ahead and let's discuss this episode. Who wants to start? 
Uh, I'll start if you want. Okay, um, I I quite like this episode. Actually, I really do quite like this episode. Um, I, I like at the beginning where you see uh, when they're all watching the film, and uh, Nurse Kelly has got her eyes set on Vader, which is probably the the, the only time you ever see this happen. Uh, Hawk, Hawkeye's lessons on dancing are one for uh, one. I wish I knew when I was a younger man. Uh, I might have uh, I might have succeeded a bit more. And also that the the total payoff, the the build up. Um, of course. The, the trouble is with us, we've seen all of these MASH episodes so many times, so you kind of know what's coming on. Uh, but I remember first seeing that, and, and, and the ultimate payoff at the end when Hawkeye rebuffs the, you know, uh, Regina for her, her blatantly racist uh, attitude towards uh, multiracial uh, marriage is such a fantastic line. The way There's a bit of comedy at the end as well where Hawkeye, you know, he takes the wine and he takes some chicken. I think he takes some chicken, but it's it's a great it's a great end line where he you know he's so disgusted in her attitude. You fixed it so someone could marry a Korean. That's why you stood me up. Who stood you up? You don't see this adorable person sitting here, lips at the ready. I just want to make sure I have all the facts. That's all. What is this? An interview for Stars and Stripes? Fact one: Phil loves Kim, and Kim loves Phil so much so they created fact two: a baby. Now Phil is being shipped home and he wants to take his wife and baby with him. Pretty complicated, huh? And so you had to arrange for a marriage between one of our guys and a gook. Kim is Korean. What's well, a matter of semantics? <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? You don't care for LIPs? Well, not when they marry our people. Our people? Since I'm one of them, now who, who are we? What, silly? Oh, us, of course. What are you doing? I think I want my handshake back. You're built, Lieutenant. You, uh, you've got a body I'd like to take a lifetime getting to know. And once I've learned it, I'd like to start at the top and go down to the bottom again. But I, uh, somewhere in that luscious chemistry are some pretty unappetizing ideas. I don't think I can take the mix. Good night, Lieutenant Hoffman. Make that goodbye, Lieutenant Hoffman. forgot my wine. Is, is that all? No, actually, there's one more thing. And also what's quite nice as well from um, a writing point of view is that normally with any kind of, um, uh, you know, racist line or even homophobic line, the person who tends to be the, 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 the individual is always male. So it's actually nice to have a, a woman who's who has these racist beliefs. You know, it's quite nice. It's a, another one of those things that MASH did so well where they put women in a more important role, uh, especially with Alan Alder doing a lot of the writing. Um, all in all, I, I just think it's a it's a lovely episode. I, I really liked seeing Burt Young as well because I, I know he's stereotyped quite a bit, especially because he's been in all the Rocky films. And he, even in this role, he seems to be playing the same character as you see in the Rocky films. But it's, he never ages. You know, you, you see him in the latest Rocky film, he looks exactly the same now as he did back here in 1973 um he does some great comedy timing uh yeah i, I like it i really do like this episode yeah i agree i, I really enjoy this episode and in america we we say regina regina oh. Not, yeah so talk, talk about an unfortunate pronunciation that's oh my goodness Exactly. Yeah, well, there goes our rating. Regina, Regina, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's, in fact, that's probably, that's probably the same here. It's just probably my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, of course, you have the whole Margaret speaking for Frank bit, which oh, I thought yeah. was hilarious. And, you know, Blake's 
reaction to it was priceless. Because mm. he went along with it for a while. And I love that he, you know, when he mentioned that he was going to hit Margaret, punch her in the face, and the look on her face was hilarious. <laughs> Major Burns wants to make a formal complaint, a very serious formal complaint. What is it, Frank? He feels that Corporal O'Reilly has been involved in the Walker matter to the exclusion of every other administrative function on this base. Really, Frank? Yes. Supply requisitions are not being processed. Duty rosters are late. I can go on for an hour. It's incredible. I mean, Frank, I, I, I never saw your lips move once. How do you do that? We're running a hospital, not a marriage bureau. I'm expecting a CID man here momentarily. Then we can dispose of this Walker matter quick as a bunny. Only Captain Pierce could get action that fast. Just another example of who's really running this outfit. That's pretty strong stuff, Frank. It's true. You're nothing but a golf-playing figurehead. Now, you watch your language, Frank, or I might just have to punch her right in the mouth. Frank, are you just going to stand there and wait until the birds come and cover you with leaves? I haven't said anything because I'm livid. I happen to have a blood pressure situation. If I ever let myself go, splack. Splack? I want you to know that I agree with everything I've said. The Army has very clear-cut guidelines and procedures for marriage applications. Marriage is a very serious business. It requires careful thought and consideration. Both parties need time to think about it, to protect the sanctity of the institution. I know in my own case that only cool deliberation beforehand made my marriage a great union that will endure forever. Oh, right. Frank, win a few, lose a few. Uh, and what's funny, you mentioned uh, Kelly making eyes at Radar, mm. but but when they were all leaving, she was actually in the arms of another guy. Yes. Yeah, which is a bit weird. I know, yeah. I'm like, obviously, it didn't work out with Radar. <laughs> so she just hooked up with Your some thing. other guy. Who just... <laughs> it's either that or Radar. Radar doesn't last too long. <laughs> oh, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I um, said, there goes our rating. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I agree with you. I enjoyed the fact that it was a woman this time who was the bigot. Mm. And um, this just shows Hawkeye's character. This is why I love this character so much, is that he's he may fool around and he may – but he in, in his core, he's a really good person. I mean, you know, he could have made out with her and had sex with her and, you know, didn't let this bother him. But the fact that she just said that one thing, mm. it bugged him so much that he put that above – his own sexual needs, which I think is a big thing for Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it just shows, I just love how they develop his character, and he stays pretty much that way throughout the entire series. He's always a good guy. Yeah, he's got morals. He's got standards. He he does. He does. But he also breaks them, but they're not, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain exactly. He's a a very complex character, and that's what I love about him. Mm -hmm. And I think this episode really personified that part of his character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed the the episode as well, and and something kind of piggybacking on what you were saying, Meds, about uh, about Regina being a bigot. Usually, when they have those types of characters, like they did with uh, Condon, they you you instantly hate that person. You know where they stand. You know that they're a bigot, so you hate them immediately. This one kind of snuck up on you, and and I I enjoyed that. I loved that twist. I thought it was great. Um, there was something else that um, that I, after all these years of watching Mash, I first I finally noticed 
while I was rewatching the episode in the very opening sequence, you know, when they, you know, the, the, uh, the title sequences, when mm-hmm. they're rushing out and everything, you see the helicopter coming in. Yeah. You can see, and I never noticed this before. J.J. Abrams must have done the filming for these openings. <laughs> There's a lens flare as the helicopter's landing. You see the big lens flare, and and I mean that that's trademarked by J.J. Right? Of course, yeah. of course, that's, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right. maybe it was his father. Oh, his father. His father. Yeah. 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 That really famous, you know, mash. Film I. I. Abrams. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I. I. Son. J. J. Yeah. Well, I, I like this episode. Uh, I thought we saw some classic radar, uh, like you guys already mentioned during the opening, uh, during the movie. The you know you see all these couples, they're cuddling and necking and making out, and uh, Nurse Kelly is uh, staring longingly at Radar, wishing for him to put the food down <laughs> and pay attention. Uh, they would have made. They would have made a cute couple. They would have. I, I think yeah. they would have. They would. If have. They would have got them together through the series. I would have been happy. Yeah, I think that would have been a good idea. So why don't we get in the DeLorean and head back in time and rewrite that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I just I love the verbal play between uh, Hawkeye, Trapper, and Frank um, in, in the tent where when uh, when when Frank comes in, he says, "Disgusting." Why is it whenever I come in here, it's disgusting? I think that says it all, Frank. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was just great. Just some great comic timing throughout the whole thing. Now, of course, it wouldn't be me if I didn't have some uh, nitpicky things. Now, why didn't Hawkeye take the baby inside to examine him? Why did he have to look at the baby in the headlights? Mm. Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, they were right outside the tent. Yeah. Ah. That's true. It's true. It just, I don't uh, know. Whatever. And uh, another thing. Henry and Hawkeye, uh, they're getting ready to operate on a wounded soldier, and uh, and they're looking at an x-ray, right? And Henry says, wow, look at that hunk of metal in his belly. But did you notice that it was a chest x-ray? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, I didn't. No, yeah. I didn't catch that. That's funny. Yeah. Where's the other half, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they couldn't show the lower half because, you know, it was the 70s, and they had to maintain a, a, a better rating on it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or they just didn't have any belly shots around, and they just grabbed the first X-ray because yeah. they figured most people aren't going to stare at the X-ray when it's shown. Yeah. yeah they didn't know me. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> they should have realized Al's going to be watching this someday. And he's going to tear right. it up, man. In thirty years, That's Al's right. going to watch this and know the th- and know that. And, and and he'll only be twenty four when he when he talks. <laughs> um, and when Hawkeye uh, when Hawkeye's getting his hair cut by Trapper, did you notice that the hair that was on the sheet was kind of a light brown? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, did you look at that close. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I did. I did not even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. I have no life. That's because we have a life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> Nice. Oh, is, it, is this is this just jealousy, Ali? You're just looking at that hair and thinking, oh man, you know, mine was okay. that color about now, thirty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> My hair was never that. Okay, maybe at one time. I don't know. It's been gray for so long. It's not even gray. It's white. I, but oh, you know yeah, what? I at least I have hair. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Of course, it's coming out of my ears, but... Uh, <laughs> it's a comb-over. It's a comb-over, yeah. And, and then I have one more thing. Yes. Uh, Regina called the chicken Coco Vaughn, but it wasn't Coco Vaughn. It was fried chicken. Coco Vaughn is, is braised chicken, usually braised in like a wine or something. Mm. 
I watch the Food Network. And you don't network. say yes, that anyway. Sorry. It's Cockovan. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kakovan, <laughs> Kokovan, yeah. Kako, but, uh, all right, all right. Let's move on. So uh, I think we all agree that we enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a good episode. I don't think Al did because he just picked it apart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of us has to do it. That's true. Yeah, no, great, great episode. Pierce, I've been assigned this Walker deal. Oh, that was fast. I'm going to have to interview you. Okay. I get up early or I get up late, you name it. I was thinking of now. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. I have an appointment. Why the store? This is a hospital. Doctors and nurses. Where you have doctors and nurses, you have a lot of operating going on. Some of it even in surgery. Your story has touched my heart, Doc. But I fractured my tail getting up here. So when do you want to do it? Now or never? Let me put it this way. I respect how intimidated you make me feel. Can I offer you one? Homemade hooch. This is Wonder Booze. The elixir of life. Keeps us going. As long as you're pouring. Thanks. First off, I want as much dope as you can give me about this Walker guy. Happy days. Cheers. What's in this stuff? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a lot of dreams. All right, guys, it's time for some BTS. We scoured the internets and uh, found a few nice little tidbits. Uh, why don't you read the first one, Meds? Okay, Derek, uh, when the movie Flying Leathernecks made in 1951 doesn't come as planned, Rajar suggests that they watch Bonzo Runs for President, but Henry requests The Thing That Ate the Bronx, saying that he could see that one every night. Both of these movie titles were probably the whiter's way of spoofing the type of films that were available at the time, since neither appear to have been made. Thank goodness. The first title refers to the chimp from the Bonzo series running for president, which is interesting, since in 1980 Ronald Reagan was elected president and starred in Bedtime for Bonzo. And Bonzo was his vice president. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and uh, Hawkeye asks the Korean woman to turn on the lights of the Jeep while he examines her baby. After he has returned the baby, the lights of the Jeep are suddenly out again. The woman would have had time to turn off the lights, but she has to hold the baby at the same time and had to bend forward a lot when turning on the lights. Yep, one of those little glitches. Yeah. Just a, just, I'm surprised you didn't catch that one, Al. Yeah. Well, I, I did. I had it in my mouth. <laughs> okay, like I didn't a... catch it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't help it. There was a shiny thing on the couch, and uh, it caught my attention. <laughs> Squirrel! That's a, Scottish for you. All right, so I think that is it. Just those two little tidbits we found. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and that will do it for our behind the scenes. Anybody we know? That is unfortunately not the late Lieutenant Willis, CID. What happened? He came here investigating Walker. I told him about the baby. Nuts. Well, I'm an old fashioned idiot. I think two people who have a child have a right to get married. Well, you sure fouled up Walker. Your friendly neighborhood CID man. That's a real picture. Almost suitable for framing. What do you think? It's worth a try. You get started. I'll be right back. All right, guys. It's time for trivia. Yay. Yay. (laughs) 
<laughs> did you just yawn, man? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. All right, this one, I thought we did these once. I thought we'd do them again. Uh, it's where I name a actor, and you tell me the character that they played. Oh, my goodness. But I think I'm going to twist it around, and I'm going to actually name the character they played, and you have to name the actor. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. John Francis. You want to start, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt? Oh, yeah, go Since on. you uh, piped in there. <laughs> All right, I'll give you your favorite guy, Ugly John. <laughs> um, How many times did you have to read his name as a guest? Um, uh, you know, he's stalling so he can Google it. <laughs> No, I've got I've got my hands literally on underneath my legs. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I, I John Orchard, oh, apple tree, of course. Come on, brain. <laughs> okay, right. Pinky. This one's for you, Al. Oh, goody. <laughs> Major Friedman. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 Sydney. <laughs> I, um, I can't remember his name. Oh, Alan, Alan Arbus. Yes, oh, Alan Arbus. Good job, you are, Meds. You are correct, Meds. Alan Arbus. I'm going to go with General Clayton. Ooh. Oh, crap. Uh, it, it's Herb something. Herb, Herb Volin. Yeah. It's, Vol- <laughs> it's Herb Volin. Is that it? That's it. Yep. Oh, yay. Oh, I saw it in my head. All right. All right. Well, that's not too bad. Let's do one for the listening audience. Whew. I should pick a hard one. <laughs> <They're> really... <laughs> yeah, you guys. If you're going to hand it to us on a plate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I think I wet myself a little. <laughs> All right, here's one for our listeners. Uh, who played Hojan? So the uh, question is, what's the actor's name who played Hojan? Send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. A setup so I'd okay to walk your application. Right. Forget it. You calling our bluff? I've framed more guys in my lifetime... Then you'll operate on. Yes, I'm calling you bluff. Yeah, how can you be sure it didn't happen? And if it did happen, we might send the pictures to your wife. Or your commanding officer. It never happened. You're right. We don't have any pictures. It never happened. But how can you be sure? And if we make a case out of it, proof or not, it goes on your record. Hey, Lieutenant. You're right. Don't sign it. Take a chance. Yeah. What do I care if Walker marries some bimbo? Let's see him get an apartment when he gets back to the States with a Korean wife. How about a little drink? Uh, on top of this? I'll tell you something. The way you guys operate, I wouldn't mind if you took care of my hernia. With or without pictures? 
All right, you can find MASH 4077 Podcast all over the internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, and we're at MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow the hosts at Twitter. I am at Geeky Fanboy. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mets. And I am at Tales Podcast. And our website is www.mash4077podcast.com. We also have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And uh, our email address for all our correspondence, including the trivia questions, is mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And our terrific MASH online store can be found at www.zazzle.com forward slash MASH 4077 podcast. Also, if you could please leave us reviews at iTunes. We love getting reviews. We love hearing from our listeners. And it also throws us into charts and just brings more notoriety to our podcast. So we'd appreciate it if you go over to iTunes, type in MASH 4077 podcast and leave us a five-star review. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for episode Seven of season two, LIP. I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Batman. <laughs> we'll be seeing ya. In sickness and in health, till death do you part. The ring, please. Your mommy and daddy are getting married. With this ring. With this ring, I be with. I now pronounce you man and wife. Hey, guys. Guys. I caught the bouquet. Well, don't look at me. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077 podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because... Visit us at justbecausepodcast.com and in iTunes. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us.
That was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Uh, according to IMDb, Jerry didn't start acting until... Blood. <laughs> I even sorry. And our fabulous... Bleh. And our fabulous... I can't say that. Brings nor... God. It would definitely put us into charts, which we would love for the... Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say exposure, but I know you guys would jump on that. <laughs> <clears throat>